the Daily Talk Show, episode 302. What's going on? Can you not touch my button again, please? Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> you, you, uh, you actually <laughs> press the button that um, makes the music, the intro go. Yeah, I started this show. Did you realise that maybe I was about to forget? Yeah, I, I reckon you did. Yeah. Um, something you did forget uh, was that a piece of mail was addressed to me yesterday that came and it had my name on it and you opened it. Fucking! Yeah. I was actually pissed off this morning when I got in. Were you like genuinely? Oh, because I was. I was. It's what came was Craig Harper, our buddy. He's written a new book. It's called mm-hmm. Twenty Questions for Humans. Uh, it's very practical. Get your shit together. It's nice. Yeah, good to see. He's been telling. He was telling us about this for ages, and um, I bought two of two copies. Mm-hmm. Got them shipped here. Yeah, big uh, media, on the business. Big, big yeah, media yeah. Company. We're supporting our mate, yeah. and um, I was just looking forward to it because I see you getting so much mail. Mm-hmm. You're like the kid at a party that opens the fucking birthday boy's presents. Well, no. What happened was <laughs> we, you had put, we had been leaving for – we did a um, presentation thing at a, a TAFE yeah. yesterday, yeah. which is like an independent college type of thing. Anyway, uh, as we were heading there, mm. you looked at the letterbox and said, ah, there, there's Craig's books. Yeah. I'll hide that under some other stuff so no yeah. one steals it. Yeah, I said, oh, we got a package. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be Craig's books. And so... Still when, had my name on it, bro. Yeah, and so, but when you <laughs> went home, uh, Mr. 97 and I came back to work, you know, yeah. finishing off the day, and uh, the the package was there. And I was like, okay, I'll take it up. And then as I took it up, I was like, oh, I've got a bookshelf at home that's not full. <laughs> It'd be great to I can slide in a bit of Craig Harper into my <laughs> my life. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that. Yeah, I'd love to slide Craig Harper in. Uh, yeah, and so, <laughs> and so that was the plan. And so, but I'm you had a I'm night sorry. with Craig. I did. I'm sorry though because where I went wrong with it, yeah, was I didn't look that it was addressed to you. I yeah. was so just in the moment and just yeah. saw the red and white uh, Oz post and just grabbed it I and mean, ripped it open. In fairness, you are getting that many packages mm. of books that could have been. And 99% of them are for you. We've, we're rarely getting anything from me. I rarely yeah. buy anything. I don't I don't buy shit. Do you enjoy the thing of opening a package? Yeah, I think I think we all do, don't we? Mm. Like opening like um my brother's daughter was opening Bodie's presents. He's two, she's three. Did Bodie get upset about it? He actually thought they were hers. He's like, Mimi's presents. Oh. So he was So he was and you're like, No, they're yours. No, nah, yeah, I was I was the you know, the caring father. You're the saying, baby. No, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, put it down. <laughs> no, I didn't she had to open it. He's okay. he's two, he can't really do too much. Well we're we're sending out gifts to people. We are. We're sending stickers. We're open. We've opened it up again. Mm-hmm. We've, this is our fourth run of it's a sticker run stickers. Which and we have a sound effect. Yeah, we've sent them all over the joint. We've sent these. I mean, we finally got the ones to the UK when you did. Oh, that's right. Um, I sent them from Barcelona. Yeah. To Michelle in the UK. And you actually did that. You did it. It's good. You. They made it there. Well, I didn't do it, but uh, my my friend Ibrahim did it. Oh, did he? Yeah. You outsourced it. Yeah. No, because what happened was I think he he sent it, but. <laughs> I put in the return address as our PO box, which is PO box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria, 3067. And the thing was that uh, obviously in Spain, you can't have a return address that's like overseas. Okay. And so they got... they got declined at the post office. Really? So he had to redo them with, I think, his address. Oh, interesting. So we've sent stickers to um, Madawi, which I didn't know of, uh, in New South Wales, um, Victoria, New South Wales, again, heaps all over the joint. One to Portugal. 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, up into Queensland, the USA, so um, Schamburg, Illinois. Fuck. Jeez. Yeah, we've sent them all over the joint. So we've opened it up again and we've already had people asking because yeah. it cuts off on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an email from Emily mm-hmm. who is an Aussie. Yeah. Uh, she's learned quite a bit from our show. She discovered it through Christian Hull mm-hmm. and she continued to listen and she said that she's started to uh, – she's been hearing us use um, a heap of slang mm-hmm. and she says, I was I was brought up here and I don't even use Aussie slang. Mm-hmm. Gronk, she'd never heard the term before. So I'm pretty proud of that. Well, we actually had a, some, an early listener, yeah. probably the first 50 episodes – reached out and uh, they English is their second language and they were basically using mm. <laughs> our podcast to sort of brush up on their yeah, English skills. I'd, I'd love that just at, at uni. Just Hello, Gronk. <laughs> yeah, Gronks, Bogans, <laughs> all the bits. What's up, bro? But we um, <laughs> but we also we got emails from uh, John who says, so keen to get the Daily Talk Show stickers oh, yeah. or a few if you're offering more. How mm. many do we include in each? Uh, usually it's four to six stickers. So, yeah, it depends on how loose. I mean, I've been doing all the ones on the ground since we've been back. Mm. Uh, yeah, it depends on how loose I get. And so, uh, yes, John, you will be getting uh, more than just one. Uh, mate. He said, I heard you guys on Craig Harper's podcast Boom. and started listening. Then at about episode 200 when you did the last sticker offer. And we also heard from Sean as well. Mm. And Sean has done something that we've had, a cu- had happened a couple of times. He is offering a uh, sticker swap. Yeah. I'll take it. And so the idea being that uh, we've had uh, Wayne uh, has done this for us uh, in the past. Yeah. We've had Michelle do it. Basically, people sending us stickers. We had Trello. We've got a bunch of Trello stickers yeah. as well. I mean, people do store stuff. Like this, I lo- there's so much going on behind closed doors. Uh, <laughs> what does that, that mean? That we don't – like I was thinking – I was driving past a, a commission ho- housing estate. Mm. So it was like sky rise, um, hundreds and hundreds of apartments. I was like – you know, it was just a thought to think there is so many different people that have a different existence. Their houses mm. could be really well kept, mm. like in these commission homes that are just like spotless. Yeah. They've renovated or complete dumps. Yeah. And we all sort of like the our homes are very much in, uh, a look into our souls mm-hmm. about how we're, you know, how we're going with shit. Mm-hmm. I think, like I know my house is a mess if I'm fucking all over the shop or Bodhi's just shat everywhere and he's just being annoying. And one of those two. And, uh, <laughs> what I think we do is we I've kept all the stickers to a box. Yeah. So it's not going to get to a point where the whole, every bit of the wall is filled with stickers. Yeah. Have you ever been a magnet guy? Nah. Because then I'd have to, I mean, it yeah, I've never been a magnet guy. I was just thinking about the fridge. I've somehow ended up with magnets, mm. but I'm I'm always curious as where the fuck did that come Mr. from? Mr. Ninety Seven, is it having a family home? Do you yeah. have magnets on your fridge? No, nah, the front of our fridge isn't magnetic. Yeah, so you only you, only the side bit is. He's from an affluent area where they have <laughs> built the actual uh, look of the whole, uh, you know, kitchen in onto the fridge. Is My that parents what, is that really what? No, 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 no. It's our, our kitchen's all old, so yeah. it's it's just a <laughs> slot in the fridge. But new, yeah, new fr- new houses and shit. Like a lot of them yeah. have. It looks like a door, so it makes it look like it blends mm. into the cupboard. Yeah. So you're moving away from the front of the fridge. Yeah. I mean, magnets are a bit of a dying thing, but I mean, but we'll probably end up creating. No, but I think there's a there's heaps of industry like um, travel. There's people who, if they go overseas, yeah. They get a magnet. 
tourist. Like it's a tourist trap. But so, I don't know if it's a tourist trap. Like some people, that's like the thing they collect. You mean you're buying it from the bottom of the Trevi fountain in, in uh, Rome? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, people, oh, this is a great idea for a, a pe- little bit. People get right into it. Oh, Tea towels. There is one, I, and I had it on my old car, Honda Civic, still there the day I sent it off to the scrapper. Got my 250 bucks for it. What was it? Um, it was a magnet from a fish and chip shop in Shepparton. And he's like, oh, take one of these. I was like, oh, I probably won't use it. He said, no, put the magnet on the inside of your door in your car. Just slap it on. And Why? Because so, he's like, heaps of people do it and it just lives there. So if you ever need it, you're getting into your car. I mean, it's a marketing thing from him, but this thing never fell off. So the inside seal of your If you door, ever need it, for what? The ins- you need fish and chips. You need the number to get call fish and chips. So he, it was specifically designed as a way of... It was just a magnet for a fridge and, he, and your car's metal so you can stick it onto your car. And so when you open your door within your car, there's the, the door frame, the door seal. Would that work on like an i30 or something? Work on any of the cars because they're all metal. So we could potentially do like a, a daily talk show magnet that yeah. sat specifically designed for yeah. the door. I can show you where it goes because it's like it, it doesn't come off with the door. Mm-hmm. It's not that tight. There's a slight little gap. It would make sense for a daily talk show um, magnet based on mm. you getting in DK, you probably can listen to the show. Yeah. I don't know how many times I then went and bought fish and chips based on this magnet. I was always just so impressed that it was still there. <laughs> Are there any phone numbers that you remember off by heart? Yep, 95965454, 9531384, one uh, Yeah, heaps. Wait, what are those numbers? 95965454 was my... Um, where I grew up, yeah, my like house. F- house number. Is house it still number. the house number? I don't know. I've never. Should I you just? Call, I'll just. I won't put it to air, but I'll just. I'll yeah, just have the. Just. I just put it on, the coal. Don't even uh, do it loudspeaker. No, I need because we can't. No. Well, we don't know if it rings. Let's just see. The number you have called is not connected. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 So they've. The funny story about home numbers, like, I don't know how much you're needing to remember these numbers anymore. Mm. Based on having iPhones, like phones, you just aren't needing this shit. There was I was in Sydney and I called my home phone because I wanted to speak to Mum, mm-hmm. and so I just typed in pressed uh, yeah the number, called and I and answered. I said hey, they said hey, I said uh, what are you what are you doing? Because I just felt like it was this weird interaction. Like oh what do you what do you mean? I just looked at my phone to look at the number. I'd put in. Nine five nine six five four five four. You forgot the state. I was in the, the area, the area code of Sydney. Ah. So there's a family in Sydney that has this number that I was like, I ended up. It was a young chick, and we just had this sort of funny interaction. I told her what had happened, and she laughed at me. And I was like, oh yeah, well. So it was a anyway. Good <laughs> I remember. See you later. I tried to call. I think it was RACV once oh, yeah. and ended up calling like another, like a radio station. Roadside assistance. Yeah. Yeah. Because there would you break down? Yeah. Ran out of petrol, oh, which God. is normally, but there was a lube, lube mobile. Yep. Lube mobile. will come to you. The numbers. 13, 13, 30, 32. Yeah. What was it? There was a kid who used to say 13, 13, Not, 30, yeah. 32. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. I think the number, Mr. 97, can you Google the number zero three? Here we go. Uh, ready? I want to see how impressive yep. you guys think this is. Yeah. 9796. 9796. 9796. Yeah. 6199. 6199. Yeah. Yep. Enter. Enter. So you're just Googling the number. 
Yeah, Mexican Cantina. <laughs> Mexican Cantina, Nary Warren. Jeez. Are you impressed? <laughs> My favourite restaurant growing up, growing up is 9796. Was it to order takeaway or was ring, this ring, just a no. place in order? No, this was to book. It's ring, a book, ring, a, ring, book ring. a Mexican Cantina, Arit speaking. Hey, Arit, uh, it's Josh here. Oh, hey, mate. How you going? Yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, can I just book uh, four for Jansen? Yeah, absolutely. What time? 7.30. In New Year. I tell you, there's some great customer service these days, or it at least makes me feel like, you know, they know me. Are you impressed by when I, That's kind of impressive. Mm-hmm. I call that when I go to the airport, I park in this joint called Jetport. That's such so, an old school thing to do, isn't it? Like park, what, park at the airport? Yeah, Fucking well, drive well, like my car park, to an airport? No, well, parking in the uh, – I just have these nostalgic <laughs> memories of <laughs> being parked in what, – what, what's the court called? Oh, there's a specific court where yeah. there's a few of them yeah, in Melbourne. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. But it is actually more effective, more convenient than the long-term car yeah. park at the airport. It's so it's like $17 a night. Did you ever do a limo to the airport? Nah, never. So uh, anyway, when you call this company, they just say, uh, Jetport Parking, blah, blah, blah. Yep, no worries, Tommy. They've got your number saved mm. in their system. But I just felt like... It's, uh, I kind of like it's one of those moments. It jolts like, oh, you. Oh, they knew my name. You li- so you, you <laughs> like I know that. how it happens, but I was mm. always like, oh, thanks. There is those little element, and it's a sales technique, right? Yeah. Sort of the rapport. Mm. You do you do start to wonder like there's a cafe that Bree and I go to on the weekends, and they like some of our stuff on Instagram. Oh yeah, Instagram's like changed the way that we interact with businesses because mm. now it's like oh. Do we like? I think they said Brie the other day. Did they? And we but actually not never told them your no. name. Okay, so they've. It's a fair play. Mm. Know your clientele, know your customer, yeah. and um, call them by their name. But we like, actually, it, like their <laughs> Facebook photos. Well, the the waiter. Yeah. Actually, like we've been there maybe, four like those four times in a row every weekend where mm. we uh, had the same waiter. Mm. He's like, what's your names? He's like, I'll remember them. Yeah. And so he re- he did a great job. He was like, I'm going to assign something to him. And it was like brie cheese and he came up with yeah. one for Josh. Classic, mate. Yeah. And, the, and then What was I, the one for Josh? I don't, I don't know. What Jackass one, yeah. Josh. <laughs> but the, the one that – the way that I remembered his name, his name was Phil. Phil. And Bree's got an uncle named Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. And so I just remembered – Uncle Phil, I'm just going to yeah. remember this guy's Uncle Phil and mm. we walked into the cafe mm. and I bet him too. I'm like, Uncle Phil. Yeah, He's yeah. like, Bree, <laughs> Josh. It was great. <laughs> it is, I mean, there's times when you use uh, characters that you probably can't tell the person that you're te- using yeah. that as the, the memory one. I've got one for a person. Um, I won't say their name, but I'll say the character. Uh, uh, the guy from... Um, Fuck fam- with Fred. <laughs> from Family Guy, Peter Griffin. Yeah, the the big sort of you know how he, when he wears Hawaiian t-shirts, yeah. he's like big fat guy. It was like his name's more, Peter. No, it's a very close to to that. And so I was like, that's the only way I could remember his name <laughs> to start with. But every time it's just like I cannot stop laughing when I go there. But you don't want to be outed in that. You don't want to like you don't want to connect a name to something mm. bad and then sort of that's why. Well, I've told you how I remember Carney's name, our male guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carnival, yeah. Carney. Yeah. I just like, and it's staying to really stick. Yeah. He just knows us as the camera guys. Yeah. Which he probably doesn't know our names. That's a good point. He just knows us as the call camera him, guys. Call him up. Yeah, it is a weird, like not, I always want to, like yesterday we were doing a talk. It was mm. nice. We got invited from uh, Candy, my old co-host. Candy Hertz. Yeah, on uh, Shepparton. 
the uh, Goldman Valleys, Star FM. How long did you guys, were you colleagues for? We, were, we started the show together and we did a year. And then I had Stacey June, who's mm-hmm. been on the show, um, for another year. So I was there for two years. But Candy and I were the OGs together there. And um, she invited us to come and do a talk uh, to a bunch of her students from Collarts, which mm-hmm. is like a college of the arts. Yeah. They're uh, co- vying uh, to become, <laughs> vying their... Uh, they're they're going to be the next content creators. Yeah, they're doing yeah. like a content creator workshop. Can't mm-hmm. remember where I was going with that. Well, we did that yesterday. Oh, but no. So, yeah, we got introduced to a few people. Mm. So, I just fucking went blank straight away. Mm. I'm just like, oh, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, mate. It's, it's amazing how quickly you forget this shit. Yeah. And I I know it's an active thing. Jules Lund is one of the one of his <laughs> greatest talents is remembering people's names. Mm. It's unbelievable. Like early days I'd take, you know, mates out and would go hang out with Jules and my brother and stuff. Be like, Barzi, what's going on, bro? How the fuck did you remember that? I can do that, but it just takes me a second. So I yeah. think the awkward pause yeah. maybe sort of outweighs knowing the name. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. it's like my brain is really ticking. So there's the guy who does it naturally, mm. which is Jules. But yeah. I think he's purposefully a, doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's something he still has to learn. Yeah, it time. has to be an intention going into a situation. Like, I'm going to remember this person's name. Because mm. otherwise you're just caught up in your head. You're thinking about your own shit, what you're going to say. But is there an argument too that you might spend so much time trying to remember these people's names that you actually yeah. don't listen to what they're saying? Um, I think there's probably a learning uh, a period of time where you get good at it. Mm-hmm. So you get good at being the guy that quickly just says, that person related to that. Great. Fuck with David. <laughs> what did you learn from go- going to Coll Arts? How did it make you feel? You're the anti-establishment guy. You are the uh, <laughs> well, drop- school y- dropout. Yeah, 100%. But I think since I've left school and you and mm-hmm. there's been a whole bunch of private colleges that have opened up mm-hmm. that are offering courses more relevant to today's you know, modern times. Yeah. Like it, it's not uni. It's not just going to get your marketing degree from – you know, Swinburne or one of the big unis in Melbourne, you know, and then dropping out like Mr. 97 <laughs> did from, from – was it Swinburne? Yeah, Swinburne. Yeah, Swinburne. Marketing degree dropout over here. Did you actually make any friends at Swinburne? Mm, nah, not really. So because yeah. you, you were telling us you, uh, you did how long in uni? Six months. Six months. Yeah. How many classes were planned and how many did you go to? Like how, um, what were your contact hours? One day a week. One day a week. That's Jesus, all, that's he dropped out of a one day a week <laughs> course. One day a week. <laughs> you could still do this while working full time yeah. with us. But I, I am the anti-establishment person. But I, I kind of love the vibe at these joints. Mm. Like me doing my personal training degree as a 17-year-old kid. I say degree. <laughs> Cert four, bro. <laughs> it was like fucking the failless course. You can't fail. But it was still frightening as fuck for me. And I remember being around. I just quit. I, I'm not good. I will fail everything. Like I just, that was the mindset, right? And it was nice to see people at a place that it's kind of cool. The venues are cool. They're in the coolest suburbs in Melbourne. That's what I was thinking. The the location is sick. Yeah. And they're learning the shit that they want. mm. And so there's now more offerings for doing stuff that you just want to do. Mm. You know, it's not wrapped up in some other course and you've got to do some arts thing before it or something. So I liked it. It was cool seeing some, you know, people at that sort of early stage of wanting to give something a crack but not knowing what it is that they want to give a crack. If I uh, said to you, hey, I've got 
a bunch of cash. Yeah. Like that you How can't much? turn down. How much? Know. Say a million dollars. Oh, a million, yeah. Okay, a million bucks. The thing is that uh, I'm a representative from Open Universities. Yeah, okay. And uh, we're trying to promote the uh, uh, age, what is it called? Like your old student? Middle, uh, no. Uh, yeah, a mature age student. Mature age yeah. student, thank you. Yeah. Uh, got a million bucks. We just need you to do a two-year mm. degree. Can you even do that, Mr. 97? Could you do a degree in two years? I know it's normally three years, but hey, say you might you might be able to fast track it if you've got some. Yeah. Prior well, I've got prior yeah. experience. Yeah, but what are they? What if if they were like you have to you just have to pick a degree? Yes. What would it be if um, you you could then you'd have that degree? Okay, I think a um a, a marketing degree would be something that interests me. Mm. But I'd probably be rolling my eyes at everything. But if it was a million be bucks, a smug yeah. fuck about I, it. No, but I would because <laughs> I'm a marketer. You're a marketer. Mm. If you make any kind of content, you're understanding mm. communications, mm. and you know. And so I think there would be stuff where this is <laughs> we would struggle. It would be a super hard, yeah. hard experience. Um, this man, Craig Harper, yeah. who wrote this book, so twenty questions. If you're listening to the audience, yeah, twenty questions for humans. He went back to university. So he's got an exercise science yeah. degree. So he's a scientist, an exercise scientist. He went back later in life after he had successful businesses, multiple training studios, mm-hmm. other ventures that he was going, written books, blogs. And then he goes back sitting in a classroom as a, be a 40-something-year-old man, I think it was, 40-year-old man, which, yeah, he ended up lecturing at those classes <laughs> for some of them. But... It's, it's an experience that he took – I remember him telling me that he took uh, – he basically stopped what he was doing with mm. all his businesses and just became a student full-time, riding into Melbourne University or wherever it was in the city every single day or a couple of days a week. There's an appeal to yeah. it. Don't you think it's slightly appealing? Yeah. I, th- I think he, I think you you need to be okay. Like I don't want to be a struggling student. I'm, I'll, I'll be the millionaire <laughs> student. Yeah. You but don't get the money different. until three years after you finish. Three years oh. after? Why three years? Well, because I can see you're trying to fucking, you're going to be the biggest bowler in the whole place. I think I my, my brother um, had some help with some of his later down the line assignments. What does that mean? So like, because the, here's the thing, right? My, my brother um, went and did a graphic design, industrial mm-hmm. design degree and then got a full-time job. He then hadn't finished yeah. his course but then was designing helmets that were in the Tour de France for a bike company and shit. Mm. So he nailed it. and cracked skulls. <laughs> 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 yeah, you missed the safety uh, component. Yeah, yeah, but no, sick. but I think he got a bit of help with his assignments, um, outsourcing some help. Because it comes to a point where you're like, I've actually learned a bunch of this practical mm. stuff. I've learned a bunch of this textbook shit and I've applied it practically, practically to some real life examples and now why do I need to do this shit? Yeah. So it's like – and that's where it's, I, I, I'm learning now to not push back as much when you go to a place like that. Yeah. It's not advi- – It's not it's for a, everyone. Advice for everyone is not don't fucking go to university, mm. just put in the effort, you, you, you schmuck. Yeah. Well, it may be for me but most people aren't, uh, you know, fucked up like me. Well, <laughs> I w- went to Boulder and – Colorado, just on a holiday, yeah. and we, we went there. Can't and it stop thinking of that song. When what, how does it go? Uh, ever getting older, when back in Boulder. Oh, didn't know that yeah. was what they said. But um, <laughs> it's actually one of your favorite songs, dude. Yeah, you lo- it's in your playlist. The tra- Chainsmokers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Closer. Before Closer. I met you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. We could be, we could be one of those bands. We could be called Deftones. There is something so funny about when you say to somebody, oh, you remember that song? And I'm humming it completely perfect to tune. I can't understand how you don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's got no fucking, yeah. no understanding to it. So, yeah, yeah you're in Boulder, yeah, but Colorado, uh, yeah, Chainsmokers film clip. But there was a cafe <laughs> and um, just like it was bustling with, with uh, college students mm. and I thought this would be cool. Like in another life mm. I could imagine going there and hanging out and having a coffee and being on my MacBook and yeah. writing, doing an assignment. Yeah. I, I get that appeal. But then – I think the the form and the structure would be would break oh, you, bro. Yeah, it'd break me. Well, I think tell me what to do. The international bit. Ninety seven. Did you ever think about doing an international sort of transfer placement? <clears throat> nah, but I had credit too. <laughs> what does that this mean? This guy's an annoying fuck. He had the opportunity <laughs> and didn't do it. Well, no, you had to, you had to wait until like you're like a you year did more or than two. six you months. Have to, you have to do like uh, yeah, your second year, and then you can do an international placement. Mm. That would have been so much fun. The thing is, though, yeah, but you're gone until until you get to see what the assignments are, mm. and that's probably yeah. I mean, any of these degrees or courses that you do, it's it's forced learning or forced um, action. So yeah. you're made to do an assignment, which is basically like we've done assignments ourselves, putting together some sort of video series or just committing so to the process. That was the assignment. What about if like you got to your Project was working on your YouTube channel. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do I still get my million bucks? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think put the take the million bucks off the table. But these are all, like if I gave you, it's. <sighs> I got very close to signing up to a, do a degree. Which one? In tw- end of twenty fourteen. It was just before it's I went. Long away. ago. Yeah, it was just before I went overseas on the big trip with Nissan. Yeah, and I was like. Um, I was thinking I wanted to do more writing. Yeah. I wanted to do more like I had just gone down a rabbit hole of all the stuff Nick Bilton, who's a journalist who wrote um, Hatching Twitter, a book all about oh, yeah. uh, Twitter. And I was like, I'd love to be a journalist who just explores and there's mm. adventure and doing all mm. that sort of stuff. And so I was, I remember being in, it always, these uh, whatever crisis moments or whatever, like it, yeah. you could look at it two ways. One Breakdowns. Of them, one it of them is like quarterly for yeah. Josh. And so there was my <laughs> quarterly breakdown. I was in a broom in WA. Yeah, yeah. And so were you at Christopher Scaife's uh, who's hotel, the one know. with the ginormous pool? No, I don't know. No, no. Christopher Scaife was an old con man, Australian That's con right. man, and he um, built this ginormous place. I think it was in Broome, and there was this huge fuck off pool. alleged con man. Or no, he was on the run. He died pretty much on the run. I think. Really, he had like a gas, you know, thing for his nose. <laughs> now what's that? What is that? Like a thing like that you breathe through. Breathing apparatus. Because I know, smoking some shit or went downhill for him. Interesting. There's <laughs> a lot of missing bits to that yeah, story. Yeah, pear shaped. <laughs> but the um, no, I remember being at Broome, and I it was um, it was when uh, Miley Cyrus had just brought out a new album. So oh, I was yeah? doing a lot of walking on the beach, listening to like um. I can't remember the words again. But anyway, (laughs) I was playing that song and I was like uh, walking heaps and I would come back and I was on like the Open University's website looking up journalism degrees. And why didn't you do it? What was the main reason you didn't pull the Because I realised that Nick Bilton, who I respected, hadn't done one. 
And yeah. like I was like, I need to, to be a journalist, to be yeah. – I wanted to do all these – I think I had just um, – I hadn't done that docu- – I was wanting to do more documentaries. Yeah. I was seeing like uh, Louis Theroux and John mm. Safran and, all, and I wanted to be able to write more and do all that sort of thing. And mm. I liked the – part of it was like a bit of a rebrand where I was like, you know what, I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm doing the course yeah. and then one day I'm just going to be like – I've got a degree. I've got a fucking degree. Yeah. I'm a journalist and I've got a question. <laughs> yeah, it would never work. You'd you'd blab about yeah, it. As yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, there is so here's some hypocrisy. The uh, a, fr- a, fr- a friend Can of mine be a segment. Here's some. But <laughs> hi, it's Tommy here. Here's some. Pic- I can't even say it. <laughs> here's some hypocrisy. Can you do that? Can you do that as a serious bit? <laughs> no, 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 just no, for fun. No, I've already said it. So a friend of mine wanted to. He's a mature age student. Wanted to do a psychology degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who has had some life experience. You know, found decided that he wanted to apply himself mm-hmm. to a three-year course or something, and he was ready for it. Like that is the perfect student, right? Okay. So you've got to sit if you haven't done any study within a certain amount of years. Oh, no. You've got to sit this like what is it like a stat test, a sat test, oh, sat yeah. test? Yeah, sat. Is oh, it like okay. basically you, you're needing? It's like a general knowledge test, and you have to get a score above a certain amount. What do they call it in the US? The CAT or stat s- test, maybe. Anyway, we're basic. We're, the three of us are not going to fucking pass one of those. But actually, Mister Ninety Seven would. I would crumble. He, the maths that he was standardized test, SAT test, SAT. SAT. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, SATs. Yeah. So the SAT. Stat. Yeah. It's a st- what? It's a stat. S T A T. Yeah. Special tertiary. Tertiary. <laughs> Tertiary. Yep, tertiary admissions test. He got 97. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the guy that didn't go. <laughs> to, well, tertiary <laughs> is... Is tertiary... Tertiary is... Uh, tertiary like education. Yeah. Is uni and stuff. Or no, <laughs> is tertiary just before uni. <laughs> so anyway... So it's all falling apart. <laughs> my mate studied for this, sat I think sat is the American Post-secondary one. Post-secondary education. And I think stat might be what... Australia does. Australia does, yeah. maybe. Hi at the daily talk show.com if you know the answer. He said it was full on, dude. Like you do it um, and they check. So you do it over your computer. Someone's watching you through the camera. You have to take your phone and show it. And you need to take three or four steps back and you need to put the phone down. So they see you putting the phone down. You need to pick up your, f- pick up your computer and show around you what's on the floor, what's up. This is so ki- in That's case outrageous. people cheat. This right? is a remote <laughs> one. Like this is so dumb. Though, isn't, isn't it stupid, it? right? So stupid. And so you need to get like uh, 55 or something mm. and he got like 50. And so he couldn't and do it. And he was on the phone to the person, the, the dean or the, the assistant to the person that accepts people into the, into the university. Surely it's saying, in their best interest. Please, please. You know, like money. I'd love yeah. to come in and meet you. Um, I'm really committed to this. You know, I'm, I'm an older age student, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. Nah. Where's the hypocrisy though? There. The fact that they're that's knocking not really, back. No, it's not really not, not hypocrisy. No. I'm glad I didn't commit to doing a fucking <laughs> opener for the show. What <laughs> did I use the wrong word? I just don't know if it's hypocrisy. The hypocrisy, well, the hypocrisy would be the hypocrisy would be we are for everyone. Or ah, no, true, the, true. Or that'd be contradictory. Hypocrisy. The word hypocrisy uh, hypocrisy is the um, contrivance of a false appearance of virtual goodness while concealing real character or inclinations, especially with respect to religious or moral beliefs. Way off, but where I where I was going with it, psychology degree helping people 
the want to help someone, older person. Okay, that's a little bit. Yeah, I can see where like you're trying to Like almost getting there, almost passing, yeah. knocking back. No, nah, you can't do this based on you didn't know your maths or some English. It's like this is where it's but where like, So you just let any gronk in? No, but I think there should be some. I mean, this yes, you could easily, easily say we have rules. It's fucking for a purpose. But it's also. It's like the whole ATAR thing though. Yeah. Oh, oh, coming right. from Mr. Ninety Seven. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like if you, if you yeah. want to do psychology, then you gotta you, you gotta get above like eighty. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. So, so you think it's bullshit? Yeah, I don't, it's not. It's not accurate. It's not. A, it's not a good, good uh, thing to have to let people into what they want to do. Why did yeah. you get a? How did you get a good ATAR? <laughs> what was the combination of things? Um, I did. I did well in English, which is like it has to be in your top. It's got lots of. It's got a big effect on mm-hmm. on your score, and I did well in English. Did you and do then I had English IT. literature or something? No, or? just normal. Okay. Normal was you, was it your mission to get a high ATAR? No. Really? Well, yeah. annoying. Well. It was, it was, I guess, like I sort of, I didn't really care what I got, but. But did you, mate? I, 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 set, a, I set a goal at sort of like 90. Yeah. And then midway through the year, I was like, oh, hang on, this might actually get higher. But I wasn't, I wasn't expecting anywhere near. What was the 90. day that you got? Because you know, the day that you get your scores yeah. is a big thing. Do you get them by text message, via text? No, oh. you, have, you, have to log, you have to log in. So I, didn't, I didn't have my login. I had to go find. I had to email a teacher to go get it. Forgot his password. <laughs> He's using one of those yeah. annoying password. <laughs> yeah, hi- hiding yeah. one password. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so you get. Where were you when it all happened? Uh, on holiday in New Zealand. Okay. In um Queenstown. Was it? Do you feeling the pressure from mum and dad? No. We're what was nah. And what was the feeling? Were you happy? Was it? Uh, um. Nah, it was. Oh, look, uh, no, I wasn't. I was yeah, super <laughs> ungrateful. Yeah. Uh, was, <laughs> is this privilege? <laughs> <laughs> no, look, no, I was, I was happy, um, but I guess it didn't. It for me, it didn't really matter what I got. I, I wasn't like it, it wouldn't. I don't think I would have felt any different if I got like a seventy. Really? I, yeah. It doesn't. Because so it, does, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. Like did it, you go have a good dinner or something? Like what yeah, was we, the? Yeah, mum and I. Well, because Sam, Sam, James, and Dad, they were all. Uh, on a hike, and then mum or I, mum and I were in Queenstown, so we went out for dinner. Where'd you go? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, you definitely you can't remember. remember. Where, you definitely like what remember food? What, yeah, where what was the food? Yeah, what did you eat? Celebration. I would dinner. have been like, I had nachos, then I yeah. had tacos, and I had a raspberry. You, soft was drink. it ribs or did you go? Nah, maybe, maybe, maybe a piece of steak. I'm, I yeah. can't remember. I feel like he's making that up just to make <laughs> no, no, no. it feel better. Okay, so it wasn't a big party because I guess that's the thing. No, I it, wasn't, like it wasn't a big celebration. It was just, yeah. Because in survey, so survey results uh, in radio that basically when uh, they send out all the books and they get people to mark what they're listening to and the, all the radio stations find out on the same day how they mm. went. And at uh, my old work at Fox FM, they would have um, survey results uh, lunches. Yeah. Did you ever have this? Yeah, and they're pretty dark when it, <laughs> when it doesn't go yeah. well for the station. Well, everyone would get Nando's. Would they? But nice. Yeah, so it was either Nando's and they sort of moved to grilled. But uh, it was sort of like the celebration. A bit awkward though when yeah. results aren't good. Mm. But they're still they're still doing the Nando's it's order. Interesting. When I worked on Matt Tilly's show, mm. you know, he had a number one breakfast show for ten years in in Melbourne, and then he sort of. Further down his career, yeah. moved into a breakfast show that was not doing well, and I just remember 
the the vibe. I mean, I was just the shit kicker, you know, creating the video content, mm-hmm. and he was like, you could tell. Um, there was some like things he didn't want to know stuff. Like it was like rituals where he didn't want to be told any of the results before the show or like, I mean, it makes sense. You're like, you have all this pressure. All the pressure is riding on you as the face of the show. And so it was, it was a, there was some tense times for shows that weren't doing so well, Mm -hmm. you know, but. Did it do well in the end or no? uh, I don't think so. When you were working on it? No, maybe it, I mean, it was all just around. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like plummeting. I think it had plummeted. And then it wasn't, yeah. Interesting. It's, it'd be hard being in a sinking ship. What was your final day of school? Um, I, cu- I can't remember that because I left in year 11. Do you th- was it like a fizzle out? Because like... I stopped going you, most most of the time. But what, so the thing is like when, you know, Bree and I, or I'm sure when Mason finished school, you get your, your polo shirt and you all sign it. Did you do the whole signing polo shirt, like your shirts? Yeah, yeah, school shirts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. uniform. I did forms. that in like primary school. Yeah. And then that was it. So leaving primary school, I remember that was cool. But as I was older, I was leaving. I was just like, I'm done. It's catches. But, so the, but it's just a weird, like, so you, there's not like a specific memory of like, you know, waking up one day and being like, Got no school now. I remember the conversation with my mum in the car saying, I'm leaving. And like we were, we'd driven and we were together and just talking about it and what I was going to do. You were 17? And then I remember, yeah, 17. And then I remember I went to the, um, went into the place where I signed up for my personal training course, which was sick. Actually, no, that was later down the track. It's Is it, it funny w- how memories work though? Yeah. They all sort of fucking merge. 97 yeah. can't even remember what he ate. Yeah, outrageous, <laughs> absolutely outrageous. I mean, that was you at least finished it, and it was a big thing for your life then. Or it is, it is what you're working towards, which is why I'm surprised. Like I, I just fizzled out of school. It's a, it's a, yeah, it is a sort of a, a weird thing. Did you find the pressure of because you had a good score, not gloating about it? Did you have mate, you know, dummy mates like us who didn't do as well? And how did you yeah. approach that? Nah, just sort of, I don't know. It was, it, it's hard. Because it's like when you've got that score, trying to be supportive of someone else, it's like yeah. you don't really you don't really mean that. Like yeah. you've just you've just got a ninety seven. Uh-huh. But I don't know, probably just not putting any weight on what the ATAR means, just like helping them in that regard. Like it doesn't mean anything. But that would annoy the fuck out of them because you've you've rocked up with a ninety seven, and the yeah, and then that they they might want to be a psychologist and need to get over eighty, and they've yeah. got sixty five. Well, that's yeah, when it sucks, hard. right? Yeah, when you're hard. trying to get into a course and it's all banking yeah. on this is there's so much pressure for these mm. kids. Mm. That's why it's full on. But the thing is, I mean, like if that's the case and you don't get it, it's it's like a one year. You can do mm. like a one year thing and then transfer into what you want. Yeah. To. This is why good. you shouldn't get fucking rewarded for placing yeah. in a little running race when you're young, because mm. first, second, and third, like there is like that is you have to you can't you can't be any less. Yeah. You can't get a, oh here's a pat on the back for getting sixty nine when you had to get seventy. Yeah. The f- the yeah the there hurt. should be there should be some. Um, like options for entrepreneurial pe- people. Yeah. What's the option if you don't get a good score? These colleges like Collarts yeah. or these other ones that The thing is like it's still school. I feel like there is that and then there's – what is the other thing? Like Isn't I wonder – Like the Jack DeLosa, he's got a, a entrepreneur school. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, all are still school. Like what if we chucked all that out? Like getting people into the workforce mm. yeah. earlier I think is cool. But I think mm. it – 
it's so hard to do that in an effective way, mate. It's hard. And no, s- no one pushes it like career advisors and stuff at school. Yeah. All what of are they them are just everyone just you just get pushed into university and TAFE. Do you? And I mean, no one, no one's just like, oh, have a year off and go do some work experience. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's a lot of them are just like, oh, gap year, and then make sure you got your uni- university yeah. course in place. How's the hypocrisy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the socioeconomics and stuff plays into it as well. My school was like a sports academy, so there's lots mm. of sports, but uh, low socioeconomic mm. and not as much. It was probably I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Uh, 40 – I would like to know the numbers. We should try and look it up. But I reckon 40% of people went on to – Do a uh, trade? Extended – no, extended like a uni, uni or whatever. I reckon there was less less people went to uni that didn't, than didn't, I yeah. reckon. So, they, yeah, they would have gone to a trade. They mm. would have fucking started their own thing. They would have, you know. I mean, there's a bunch of people killing it doing trades now. Yeah. So, it's like – yeah, that is the – getting out in the workforce, kids – I went to school with a bunch of them that dropped out, started a trade. Yeah. By the time they're 22, they're a fully qualified builder and they're sitting their building license and they can go yeah. on to create a development company, a, yeah. a building company, whatever. It's like... It's a good way to go. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a one way to go. Not, yeah, I guess it's one way to go. And that's the thing, even Conspiracy Jimmy, yeah. it's like, you know, my son, I think, you know, the... The plumbing, the this, the that, like we're always going to need pipes. Yeah. We're always bloody going to need pipes. because Josh will always yeah. be shitting. <laughs> like, well, we, Jimmy always definitely needs pipes. <laughs> and so that's the thing is it's – that's that's part of it, which is I, I think that like everyone's on their individual journey yeah. and it takes a lot of listening to be like, oh, what are you actually into? Mm. What do you want to do? Mm. And I guess we can't – I wonder how much of it's environmental – versus i mean where were you pulling from mr 97 when you were trying to work out what to do where was where was your inspiration coming from we, um, we didn't have the podcast yet yeah <laughs> i had my youtube channel was it me yeah i don't like i think josh is you're sort, of, you're sort of just like pushed like you, you grab it from what you've done at school so all your yeah. subjects that that pushes you into something but i think I think for me it was just like looking at like Elon Musk and like Twitter, mm. uh, Twitter, um, Tesla, SpaceX and stuff. I was just like, oh, business would be cool. And so mm. I thought I pulled it from there. And then, yeah, watching – I've sort of always enjoyed like watching films and stuff. So I think mm. that probably drew a bit of inspiration for me to get involved. There feels um, like there's an opportunity for industry and smaller business to enga- like have incentives to engage with students more too. Yeah. Because slightly fucked up that that's the, like from a student perspective, it's like Tesla. Like yeah. that's where it's sort of, yeah. like it's it's great, but there's also like, wouldn't it be great if a uh, small business and medium-sized business was engaged enough in the community that the dream was, I'm going to finish school and I want to work for this business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it is everyone thinking that they can do some huge well, that's Send a dream. Mars. It's yeah. Hollywood. I remember being in Year Twelve and looking up UCLA and looking up, you know, going to California. I had a uh, an IT teacher who was friends with Jay Leno. He's American. Really? I was like, he was actually was, friends with Jay yeah, Leno. That's I thought it was the sickest thing ever. That's pretty sick. And um, he failed me. Did he? I didn't do my Excel, didn't do <laughs> my dog. Excel sack. And he said, if you don't do your Excel sack, you're going to fail. Right? That's the only thing he said to me. Right? Yeah. If you don't do your Excel sack, you'll fail. I said, okay. Anyway, I got my results back. You fucking failed me. Why? Did you do your Excel no, I, did, I didn't do the Excel Of course you fucking failed well, the then. the thing is that like it's it, shows, it shows you. No, it's IT. <laughs> the thing is 
it shows you within the school. It's like the, if, if I went to a private school, yeah. there would have been fucking meetings and pulling in parents and being like, Josh is going to fail IT. Nah, that's not true. Don't you think, Mr. 97? Nah, I went to private school, $15,000 a year. I went to public school and I had some of the most supportive teachers in public school. Mm. No, but my point is that... like that, I, th- I think the private school... I don't know, but I feel like private schools might have more of a reputation to uphold. Yeah, and shame. so they try get they try really like elevate all... Of, I mean, it's in the best interest of everyone to yeah. elevate students, but I think, yeah. They would have get... I would have been kicked out of the school, I reckon, mm. if I was doing what I was doing. Where it's like it was just an okay... Like it was a one mm. flippant conversation of, oh, you never did that sack. If you don't do it, you'll fail. Mm. Versus definitely, I reckon most schools and mo- and even teachers, even mm. classes within that system in the school that I went to would have had multiple sort of things before they said, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, literally, I actually thought in my head, I'm like, he's <laughs> saying that, but he was so loose about it. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> like he's fucking, I'm, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah. I passed music industry. I didn't do any of my uh, coursework, didn't do any of the textbook yeah. work, but my teacher said, look, if you film my, he, he was in a Queen cover band. Yeah. And he said, if you come to, it was Music Land in like the Western suburbs. He picked Brain Eye up and we went to Music Land. God, and what I, were your teachers <laughs> doing? And I filmed, kids up. I, filmed, I filmed his gig and he passed me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's solid. Crazy, yeah. That's yeah. solid. Good yeah. sign. I think from, from this talk that we did yesterday, it's interesting to see how we're in a bubble. Mm-hmm. The people we consume, Seth Godin, the people we've had on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, there's. NFI. Yeah, so I, the learning is like whatever you think is going on around you, there's some alternative reality happening yeah. outside of that. Yeah, mini and worlds. There's totally mini worlds. And maybe it's like we see what we're doing, the people we're sort of viewing, they are making up the sort of bubble of the world mm. that we're in and they're sort of leading it in some ways. But there's, yeah, I guess it's like the radio bubble when we spoke to um, uh, Bianca Chatfield who was a – you know, professional netballer, Australian champion. She was like the netball bubble. Yeah. It's like they're all here. And so if we can gain some perspective on the bubble that we're in and look look outside, maybe it's where we find some inspiration or just different ways of doing shit. It's the proximity effect. It's that like yeah. who, who are you hanging around with? What are you consuming? Mm. I think that all that shit's really important. Uh, uh, that's it. We've fucking yeah. done 46 minutes. It's uh, The Daily Talk Show. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us an email. Stickers close yes. on Friday. Our mate Craig Harper's got his book, 20 yeah. Questions for Humans. CraigHarper.net. Yeah, that's his, that's his website. Yeah, you can buy it from go, there. That's where I go got it. Go check that out. Thanks, Craig. And uh, yeah, send us an email. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. In the subject line. Stickers. And with your address in the body of the email. And where you found note. us. Yeah, yeah, where you found us. Um, and, uh, will you date Mr. 97? And what's your favourite dessert? Uh, or what did you <laughs> what did you eat the day you found out your ATAR score? <laughs> yep, perfect. Hi at the Daily Talk Show.com. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.